0: talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and
1: welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. Today, it's wit in the three C's. Meet the ladies. Catherine is here to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. Kathleen's mission is to assist parents who have experienced the loss of a child to suicide move from pain and suffering to peace, presence. And purpose. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love, and love the work they do. So, how is your heart today? How are you feeling today? How are you healing today? These questions and others can send you on a healing journey that will help you live life and live it more fully. It is through being in touch with what you are feeling and aware of where you are in each moment that allows you to heal the hurts, habits, and hangups that are preventing you from being your best self. Listen as Kathleen leads us in a discussion on healing and living. Thanks, Whitney. We just
2: love being here with you. And it's so good to be with my fab five sisters. It's so awesome. Hello, Claudette and Catherine. So awesome to have you here with me. So today, like uh, Whitney said, we are discussing as you heal, you live more. Now, what does that mean to you? As you heal, you live more. Well, I- a lot of people would say that you live every single day, <laughs> no matter what, how much you invest in your healing or not. And I would challenge that. I would invite our listeners, you, to be a little more open to how much better you can live as you step into the things that you avoid, that you mask, that you are scared to face because of past experiences you know the word fear always pops up and for me it's you know fantasized experiences appealing appearing real and that fantasy it's not the experience that isn't real that you did experience something but it's the story that we've wrapped around the experience you have because we during the time that we have that experience say we have an experience at 5 years old We are experiencing that in a five-year-old body, a five-year-old mind, a five-year-old experience. And with that, we carry that experience forward. And as an adult, we are still thinking about that experience and we're still holding that experience in our body as if we're a five-year-old. So we're responding or reacting to life based on our five-year-old perception of that experience. And I'll just go back to the time when my father shot at me as a three or four-year-old, four or five-year-old. I don't know the exact timing, but before I was eight years old, my mom, my sister, and I were being shot at. I think you've all heard this story before. We are in the bathroom. My mom got us in the bathroom, closed the door. She put her herself and my sister in the bathtub, and she separated me and put me in a separate area. In that moment, I had the story that I held in my beliefs for most of my adult life until 2010 or so, 2015, that I wasn't worthy of being protected, that I was all alone, that I was isolated, that I was abandoned, all these ridiculous stories that I created in my head that I wasn't going to be safe, no one's there to protect me or, or keep me safe because I was separated. But as an adult, and I work through the healing modalities that I work with, and I realized that, oh, my gosh, that's my five-year-old story. That's not my adult story. As I look back, that's the best place that I could have been safe. My mother did exactly what she needed to do to keep me safe by putting me in a separate area because it wasn't enough room for all three of us to be in the bathtub. And so those are the kinds of things that we are holding in our bodies And holding in our actions and we're responding to life with when we don't move through our healing journey. So while I was living and I was surviving, I wasn't living in joy and, and the knowing that I am meant to be here, that I am a soul that is the same, is worthy and is love. My soul is love, like your soul is love. And we keep ourselves hostage based on the stories that we've created around experiences that we had in the past. So it's difficult to live in the present, being present, when we're living in the past and creating a life from our past experiences with the limiting story that we create. So healing is important in my perspective. That's Obviously, that's what I do with people who have lost a child to suicide. And I help them Reframe their stories in their body, mind, and soul. So I'm curious uh, what others might be thinking about this, feeling about this, Claudia or Catherine.
3: Yeah, you know, I literally just wrote Kathleen with your beautiful, insightful, just thought provoking intro. There, thank you for that. I'm so grateful for your work in this world, and I'm grateful how you have, and also Claudette, my two sisters here, have both contributed to my deep inner healing that is a consistent journey, and you both have certainly added to that healing, and it's possible. It's a beautiful thing to say that wholeheartedly. It's possible. I stand here today in a completely different place as just a couple years ago from a healing journey of, you know, feeling fulfilled, wholeheartedly fulfilled when not too long ago there was a time where there just felt like there was a missingness or, you know, like a loneliness or like a void, right? People say like a void, right? And, And that can look like several things. But for me, it was like, this loneliness, dancing with, you know, enoughness at times and worthiness, all these nisses. And that really was throughout my life. And just really my story, you know, is, was, is, and the story has also changed because I think my childhood and the challenges there are a gift. And there's many benefits and gifts that came out of that time of my life. And, you know, it took some time to like get to this place to like say that even. And so it's a healing journey and you both have contributed to that. And I am super grateful. And, you know, what I just wrote, and this ties into what I was just saying about, letting go, making peace, forgiveness of the past, of different phases of my life, really. But when I started looking at it and I was encouraged to look at it from God's eyes, right? Like Tony Robbins at one of his events goes through an exercise of like writing your story. And at the time it was like more of like a victimy story. And I was very attached to the emotion of that story. And there was a connection and a love to that story and there still is, but more of it like now it doesn't feel as like attached now that I've like let go and I have forgiven and, you know, have done like inner child work, which uh, Kathleen, you and I worked, went through a very powerful inner child exercise that still resonates. So thank you for that. And why would God put this in my life was the second question that Tony asked us. So the first was, write the story of your life. And then it's, write the story of your life from God's eyes. And so for me, that just opened the door, so much spiritual connection to my life and really even a guidance tool and guidance rule of, you know, this, like when things are challenging, like this is happening for a reason for me to grow and that God is like giving me this for that purpose because there's growth there. Right. And so that really, you know, I'm super grateful for Tony Robbins for a lot of reasons. And you can see how, you know, like Claudette's on here with me, Kathleen, like they both have, contributed greatly to my own healing journey which is what we're talking about today and then also mentioning tony robbins who also has contributed greatly to my healing journey so part of this journey this healing is to have amazing people in your life that you trust and that are there to help support you because often you can't even see you know like claudette i've had powerful sessions truth sessions where it's like, holy shit, like I didn't even see it like that. And it's like total ownership of owning it all, you know? And it's like, wow. So being able to like own it, look at it from, you know, me, you know, tap, you know, I think it's a very spiritual, a place to lean into the spiritual part of our lives when we're talking about healing, because it's about peace and like forgiveness and like finding bigger purpose from like God's eyes as part of it. So I would add as starting the healing journey, right? What's present right now as we're starting this conversation, it's like maybe look at it, encourage, you know, why would God put this? What are the gifts, right? Where can we start to let go and find some forgiveness in peace and just start stepping into that like, you know, in the day to day? I just
2: so love all of what you just said, Catherine. Um, first of all, you're just honoring the people who've touched your life, which I totally appreciate and uh, really thank you. And I think that's part of right forgiveness, right? Is that you start to trust the people who are in your path are there for a greater purpose, for your higher purpose. Yep. And, you know, there are teachers that will come and go in your life I have had many teachers, Catherine has, Claudette has, Whitney has, we all have, Sarah has. We've all had many teachers, and as we start to progress in our journey of healing, we start to lessen some of that density and we start to go to a different teacher because we've learned what we needed to learn. We've gained that knowledge. We've released what we needed to release and we've moved to yet another level. So we're just being attracted to something different. So it doesn't mean that you've moved beyond them. It's just you're you're moving to learn more, to gain more. So I love what you said about that. And forgiveness clearly is a big key and mostly forgiveness of self because that's really where it starts right, that's right. I mean you can't this
3: is a tricky one but it is so yeah that it can be tricky that's for sure
2: <laughs> And the first thing is awareness yes you know yes. You becoming aware that there's there's something inside that's driving you that you really can't understand or, or know and why you're responding or reacting the way you are like consciously you know, that's not how you want to respond, but you respond because it's that program within your body. It's a respond from the past experience and that story you're carrying that you don't even know you're carrying. So thank you for bringing all that forward. Claudette, you want to uh,
4: kick it off a little here? about Absolutely. absolutely. Um, Catherine, thank you for pointing that out. It's like Kathleen said, I can look back at, I consider everyone I have ever ever interacted with on all levels to be my teacher. Because if we have an understanding of the universe and how it functions, it's very dynamic. This is being proven in science. And it actually was, I mean, science actually knew this years ago. Like if you go into studying ancient teachings on science, science was... The study of God. I mean, that's what it was considered, the study of creation. And so when you understand how dynamic the universe is and that it responds to thought waves, I mean, so now you go, okay, if it responds to thought waves, so I'm doing the little connect the dot thing because when it happened for me, I was like, oh, right. And it changed my perspective on everything. So If I understand my thought wave affects everything, now I go further. Well, why do I have the thoughts that I have? And then I go, oh, okay, well, I begin to study beliefs and belief systems. And we have social belief systems, individual belief systems, religious beliefs. So we got a lot of belief systems, right? And then so then I was like, oh, well, what about my belief systems? Is what is good and supportive and what is constrictive. You say in the religion or spiritual community, we go, I don't do good or bad. Well, I don't think it can be judged as good or bad. I think it can be judged as, does this contract or expand? I think we can go into that. Does it give me energy or take it away? Right? And so we start looking at if we're all here to grow and evolve, and our thought waves affect everything around us and other people. And we have belief systems. Some are contracting or shrinking. Some are expanding. And well, now what do we do? Then I noticed the truth is the one thing that sets us all free. It's written throughout every religion. It's everywhere. And so I was like, well, what's the truth? The truth is defined as a direct connection to the creator. It's, it's a ray of communication and it's hard coded in you. So there's nothing special about Claudette, Kathleen, any of us. We're just we're just like you, bopping along, figuring out. I used to say I was a squirrel looking for a nut. That's what I used to say. So we're all, and we have this drive because it's hard coded. We had like some people will say I'm just giving up, and some people do. But guess what? They get to come back. So this happens over and over, and I'm pretty sure we've all given up. Kathleen helps people who have experienced people that in their mind gave up, right? For a moment, but we're eternal. We never give up forever. Okay, so that's just temporary. And so she helps people handle that, the repercussions of that. But my thing is, okay, why do I have to believe? Okay, instead of why, what? Now, what do I believe? And what's the truth? And as I begin to shift out of that, my life did a complete 180. Like, I, you know, in a lot, and I even fell for the trick of I'm too far gone. I'm too traumatized. Kathleen mentioned being shot at. I've been shot at too. We're in the shot at club.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you want to join it, but There's it's a all club good. have that you probably don't want to join, just like me. <laughs> Like <laughs> Club or the Loss of a Child Club or any of the other clubs. <laughs> none, not none of like the fire club. to be part of that club. You just end up there.
4: <laughs> no. But then I'm gonna just share this. When I got to the root core belief with the power of truth within me as to I didn't just get shot at like my life had been threatened multiple times, even starting with when my mom was pregnant, the doctor tried to get her to take a pill to abort me. Like He was like, you're not pregnant. She goes, no, way, I want to be pregnant. I mean, who does this, right? And he's like, no, take the pill. And I was like, okay, I'm not even born yet. And this is already starting to happen. So I went to truth and I'm going to just share this. I was like, what's the core belief that most likely We think children are innocent, maybe their first lifetime, but if your butt has been here 500 times, you're carrying some beliefs with you, okay? So you're coming in with them, and my belief was I don't deserve to live, okay? That was my belief. Can you imagine if the whole universe is dynamic affected by that? So I'm using this as an example. So what is the truth? Well... The creator, the creation, that energy we call source, God, is all about life and giving it more abundantly. So it's not that I don't deserve to live is not in alignment with life and more abundantly. But we have those dynamics of good versus evil. Okay, so death or the perception of death is what I call faith and evil. It just... But you're actually eternal. So you never really die. Just your human body. Okay. But you're eternal. And then life is that's part of cooperating with the eternal in the expansion, in the evolution, because the universe wants you to grow, wants you to learn, desires that you live fully, wants to pulse joy out of every ounce of yourself. That is the point. And There's many people that could be listening going, I feel like shit right now. i good. I did too. I mean, I'm just going to say it. So how do you shift little by little? You can even say, I'm becoming better every day in every way. You can say the truth in me knows the way. I'm becoming better every day in every way. If you just did that the rest of your life, I guarantee everything would begin to line up with that. And when your subconscious actually starts to believe it, it will begin to happen because it's a dynamic universe. And this is how, as you heal, you live and you live to the point of the livingness of life. Like, you know, you've seen people that just bounce around in a rut. I was the rut queen. Okay. I was in the little rut bouncing around. And then I was like, this is boring. And so what I'm pursuing now is how do I live and express myself fully? How do I go and cooperate with that expansion? And if I don't feel good one moment, I go to truth. What's the truth about that? I don't feel good. I don't try to stuff it anymore or hide it. And Kathleen mentioned forgiveness. Forgive yourself. We penalize ourselves for not knowing something when this whole thing is set up for us not to know to learn. So just forgive yourself. It's okay. We enter into the state of heaven as a child. A child is taught. A child learns how to crawl, flip over, walk. This is how the spiritual journey begins. So go easy on yourself.
2: So many good nuggets, gold nuggets. Oh my gosh. You know, like when you you talk about... You know, being here five hundred times, five times, five thousand times, whatever—it's—it's it's so true. Our souls never really die. Our energy never really dies, and there's just so much about what you said—the the, thoughts—and this morning in my lives, I actually said that that's the things. It's like what you think you create inwardly, and. Within your environment, and as within,
4: so without,
2: right? And I so so I did a little teaching around that as well. But what I want to do is just go even further with what you said because it's really profound and it's real that you come in with already thoughts. You, you come in with thoughts and programs in your soul. That's part of why we're here is to move through some of those. And so the questions I have more about there's a couple things I want to say. Is one, you know curious about language you know language matters so let go or move through or face or become aware of like all of those things are different stages almost of awareness from my perspective of like okay i used to just say fine i'll just let it go and move on well that was my way of saying i'll just let it go and bury it and just keep moving (laughs) and for me now i always say In order for us to become aware of anything, we have to be willing to sit in the discomfort of what we don't know, which means moving through or facing and and stepping into it versus around it or below it or above it or whatever you want to say. We We have to do that. The other thing I wanted to just bring up is that when Claudette talks about We come in with our own lifetimes, our own generations. We also come in with our ancestors. We come in with not only our programs, but we come in with seven, you know, this has been proven scientifically. We come back, I think it's scientifically either way, seven generations backwards and seven generations forward. So you think about each generation that we're bringing in, we're also bringing in their seven generations backwards, their seven generations backwards, their seven generations backwards. So you think about everything your ancestors in each lifetime has experienced. So it's just in this lifetime. I've got my birth father, my birth mother, their parents, and then their great grandparents or their parents and onward and onward and on. And let me tell you, there was a shitstorm of pain in my, in my ancestors in this lifetime alone. So every program, go back to the story that I started with when my father shot at us, he shot at us from a learned programmed behavior. For him to be able to shoot at us, he was an alcoholic, he was blacked out, and his experience as a child was extremely abusive and chaotic and disruptive. And so just keep in mind, the teachers that are in our lives are here to teach us. And they're willing to come to this earth to be those teachers, even though their soul knows how painful it's going to be for us. They're doing it because they want our souls to grow. So we have the opportunity to see life as, as awarenesses, as a, aha, aha, like to be curious about what's happening versus creating stories around anything. Let go of the stories, their experiences, and what can I learn from them and move through that. So Whitney, we'd love to have you
1: come on and join us. A topic that is quite appropriate as I was listening to you guys, in particular, Claudette, thinking about healing and this connection to energy, to words, to our thoughts. Right. All of it. And I will just say is we have to remember that everything is a journey. Right. That it's all a journey. And the challenge I feel, I'll speak for myself and then some to some observation, the challenge is wanting things to be other than what they are in this moment. And we talk about this a lot here on our show, right? That all we have is the here and now, and we have to live fully in this moment. We can take lessons from the past, but we can't live in the past. The things that have happened to us have happened in the past And we just need to take from those experiences lessons that serve us moving forward rather than acting as if the past has some hold on us other than the hold that we let it have, right? And so, in order to heal through what we've been through, As you guys have said, you've got to just acknowledge that it happened, uh, learn from it, and then make new choices about how to move forward. And I think of some experiences that I've been through, I'll say primarily with men, that I was... When I actually stop and think about it, how I was using those experiences to get something in my life that I didn't, I will say this I didn't even know that I was trying to get. But in order to move forward to have relationship with men, I had to go back and deal with those experiences, right? And I think they started no, well, I don't think they started. And you guys would probably certainly Claudette and Kathleen probably could look at some past life from where it started. But I will say at least in this life, because I'm not in tune with my past lives as of this moment. So at least in this life, I would say they started with my father, right? My earth father. And his relationship with my mother and I won't even say that but my observation through my child lenses and seeing them and their relationship and then looking elsewhere and seeing that it wasn't quite what it society said and what was supposed you know what TV said it was supposed to be and then I started with judgment about those things rather than, and because I didn't know better, and this was mentioned earlier too, right? I didn't know any better. I just saw this other thing over here and it seemed to be what everybody was doing. And therefore what my parents, whatever my parents were doing, wasn't the right thing. And it sent me in a place where there's something wrong with my family. If there's something wrong with my family, then there must be something wrong with me. And of course, I have matured. I recognize that people are different. The nature of their relationships are different. The nature of every relationship I have had has been different, right? And therefore, I'll put it this way I believe that it is perfect for what it's supposed to be for not for what I want it to be for and I think when I came to that realization when I stopped trying to have things be something other than what they weren't the healing began right and it is this desire nothing wrong with the desire but when the desire doesn't match the reality kicking yourself you guys mentioned forgiveness kicking yourself for it not being something other than what it is just creates the pain the angst the the suffering that's not necessary so my takeaway from life thus far and i accept that i am continuing to learn and to grow every single day but my my takeaway thus far is to accept what is stop fighting against what is stop resisting what is and take the lessons from the past instead of thinking that the past necessarily dictates what the future will be being in the moment open to possibilities potentiality and walking with it, being in and recognizing again that it's a journey, and walking with it allows me to, I feel, be in a place where healing is continuing. It's constant. It's ever present, and I enjoy the peace of healing that I get to go. Oh, sort of like you check here's a check for this but knowing that is going to continue as i move forward so that's what's floating in my head so
2: oh my gosh whitney being present so you can be curious about the possibilities in the in the future is just absolutely beautiful And when you live in the past, you get stuck in the stories. It brings us back, you know, circles us back to what Catherine was talking about earlier is that we become attached to the stories that we've created in our heads. And whether it's to be the victim and justify why we are the way we are, to keep us hostage, to be codependent, you know, that all those things are created from the attachment to what we think our brains creating to keep us safe, but there's our safety needs are different today than what they were when we experienced what we experienced, because it's a journey. As Whitney said, you know, it continues to be a journey and Claudette brought it up and I brought it up, but Claudette was very clear about the stories that we come into this world with. There's already programs and we get to change those programs. So, we invite you all you know as we said at the beginning as you heal you live more you don't have to go in through this big healing journey and do ayahuasca ceremonies and rim sessions and truth sessions and all these like you don't have to and yet we're inviting you to think a little differently to step into life a little differently To be curious about what the possibilities are of how you could live even bigger and better and more of your soul's calling and your purpose versus staying in the stories that you've created with the fear thoughts of the limitations of not good enough or I don't deserve that, which none of that is true. We all deserve to live our soul's calling. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. So, you know, in closing, I'm just going to hand it over to Catherine and Claudia if they have anything else to say. And then uh, on to you, Whitney, just thank you all for coming. I really, I think this is an important process for us to all just be curious about of what are the infinite possibilities that are there waiting for you if you step into your journey and allow for the healing to occur And let go of your attachment to what was, create what is today.
3: That is so powerful. Attachment to what was, release it, let it go. And, you know, we're really talking about freedom. That's what my healing journey has meant for me. It's freedom. And it is a beautiful feeling. And there's things that we have to do to work towards our healing it doesn't just happen it's an active process and that's why it's called a journey so as i wrap in my messaging you know i'd like to share a few things that has helped me on my journey and you know there's meditation healing specific healing meditations that you can do as i mentioned earlier early or child healing work inner child healing work Uh, Ho'opono, which is a beautiful Hawaiian for prayer of forgiveness. There's literally meditations on it where you can pull up. And I did this parts of my life that I needed to heal for myself, my relationship with myself, and also with other people. And that can be just a guided process that you do. You pull up, you can Google it or YouTube it, or we have beautiful coaches right here on this show that can guide you through at an even deeper, more dynamic level and a combination of all of this. I'm more speaking more of the day to day thing. Meditation is certainly super helpful. Yoga has been super healing for me, setting intentions at the beginning of class focusing on that specifically around healing specific postures that promote healing and reading and and journaling. I think awareness is powerful. So there's great books that are specific to certain things to learn about. Things will resonate. You'll have aha moments uh, and journal about those. So those are just some day-to-day mind, body, spirit work you can do to help in this healing journey to freedom.
4: I would just encourage everyone to just move forward. (laughs) Like, So a trick of the ego is you're too far gone. It's too late. You can't. What's something else? This won't work. I don't know. Anyone else can do it, but I can't. Understand that's a trick. The power that pulses through your being created the cells that form your body. And you are that. And you know what? It doesn't have any opponents. It's just we operate in limitation until we understand How to move out of it. We receive understanding. We start to expand. And this part of the plan, so it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. So just recognize that. And just like I said before, the truth in me knows the way. Just keep saying that and watch the magic unfold.
1: I want to say this as we tie this up. Kathleen, you said we deserve to live our soul's calling. I thought that that was deeply profound and beautiful, that we need to recognize that we are here for purpose, purpose says, and to deliver on that. We deserve to deliver on that, whatever that is for you. And then Catherine's freedom. Meditation. She had some specific tools: meditations, yoga, movement, right? And then Claudette, the trick of the ego. And as you said that, and were that, just keep moving forward. Keep taking one step after the other. You don't have to know what's on the other side of the other step. You just need to keep taking those steps. Keep moving forward and recognizing that sometimes. Moving forward looks like taking a step back or taking a step to the side, but you keep moving because you know that, I think we said this a couple of episodes ago, right? The obstacles are the path. The obstacles are the path, right? We want to see the obstacles and let them stop us. But they actually are the path on this journey that we're on. And the other part of the trick of the ego that just popped into my head is that, that we're the only ones that are in it, right? And then we start to isolate rather than be in community so that we can have the support and the encouragement that we need. You are not too far gone. You are not ever past help and redemption. And so with that, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. If there's anything that we can do, in particular, the two healers of our group, Kathleen L. and Claudette Anderson, please reach out and see how they can be of service to you in your healing journey. And if you just want to reach out to any of the five of us, you can do that as well. So thank you. If you have not rated and reviewed our podcast on the platform that you're on, we invite you to do so. Connect with
0: us on Facebook and Instagram. And until next time... The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.